0: Ahoy there, mateys! It's time to set sail on another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening. I got lucky, you guys. This evening, I I I just I got lucky. I was thumbing TikTok the past couple days, and I found this fella here, Mr. Julian Brown, and I was I was just floored at seeing the amazing device that he has innovated. Like he is out here turning plastic into gasoline and like when i first seen it i thought it was some stuff out of like back to the future i'm not even gonna lie like my first thought was doc filling the the mr fusion with trash and i was just like but this guy's actually got like something going on like he's found a way to not only help the earth and get rid of all these microplastics that you know the folks on this show here absolutely dislike If if neptune was on here you'd know he'd be ranting about microplastics already so but you know we I, I think he's found a good answer to it and I don't know the best way I can do is just let him explain it to, to explain it to you guys. So first off, how's everyone doing this evening?
1: Great. Outstanding. Awesome.
0: fantastic, Awesome. Awesome. So, I mean, just to, just to kick it off, Julian, I, I, I know that you're only an 18 year old fella, so I got to know what, uh where did this come from, man? <laughs> well,
1: I started working on this project um, three years ago when I was 15 because I, I always been um, an environmentalist, I guess you could say. Um, I always cared deeply about nature and I felt like we need to always, you know, respect the, suits, the source and our roots. So, you know, I would always hear about all this stuff with plastic. You know, we'd always see videos about it. We always see the oceans. We, saw, we all saw that video of the turtle that got the straw up its nose, right? All that horrible stuff. But there was a a trend, right? We would see all these horrible things and there was no solution being offered, right? It seemed like only more problems was happening. So it got to a point, I got to a breaking point when I realized that most of the plastics that I recycle, because I used to be an avid recycler, throw everything in the recycle bin that I I thought was recycled. But I came to a breaking point when I realized that the stuff I was throwing in the recycle bin, a large majority of it actually ends up in the ocean because it just gets shipped away to uh, a third world country that doesn't have the infrastructure to deal with recycling it and they just dump it in rivers or they burn it. So when that happened, I was like, no, I'm done. I'm done relying on the system to, to, to try to justify what I'm doing. I'm going to do something about it myself. So from that point, I, I just started researching ways like how can you recycle plastics at home? What can you do? And I realized one of the main reasons why recycling is such a, a big thing that isn't done that much with plastic is because it's really tough because plastic, you know, it's never perfect. It's never clean. It's always contaminated, you know, like food utensils, bags, everything always has stuff in it. So, like, you have to think about, like, what is something that just, like, doesn't care about what's on there? Like, almost like a fire, right? But if you burn plastic, that causes all this type of pollution. So I thought about another process. It's called pyrolysis, which is basically when you burn something without a fire, you have something in a completely sealed container, no oxygen is in there, and you heat it up to break it down. Because as we know, heat will eventually break everything apart. So I started reading research papers on what pyrolysis is. Pyrolysis of plastic, because pyrolysis has been around for a very long time. There's been pyrolysis of, of biomass for, for very long. Um yeah like wood and trees and, and hay. So I looked up pyrolysis of plastic, and they, there's absolute tons of papers on this stuff, right? And I eventually found this thing on Instructables, right? A guy, was it just was a random thing saying how to build a pyrolysis reactor, right? But, and and it was just a, a thing somebody put together on his stove, really, really cheap, really ghetto, all that, but I, I wanted to build it. So I went ahead, I built, I built that really just... Mad Max little reactor and despite it barely working it did work and it showed me something it showed me that there's another way to do this it showed me that that yes we as the people can can choose what happens to this planet we don't have to wait on some big government entity to come save us or or do something for us it's up to us now and we have all the tools and resources to endure what we deem right for the earth and humanity
0: yeah so so i mean i know people are going to be asking i i I guess not too many people are going to be familiar with microwave pyrolysis pyrolysis yeah i butcher everything i say (laughs) um so i guess is there any way you could give us a little rundown of, of what exactly is going on there sure thing so there's two different forms well
1: really there's unlimited different forms of pyrolysis, right? But pyrolysis, the basic point is you're going to heat something up without oxygen in there. Now, most conventional pyrolysis reactors, they heat up the reactor itself with like a a natural gas flame or propane flame. Um, But what happens is it's really inefficient because you heat it up from the outside and that heat has to travel to the inside of the reactor, then inside the plastic just to break it down. So... That led me to finding microwaves, using microwaves, because we know you put something in your microwave, it almost cooks it too good, right? Because it heats it up so quick because it's heating from the inside out. So microwave pyrolysis is essentially when we have the same thing, closed container, no oxygen, but we're shooting in microwaves to rapidly and efficiently break down whatever's in there. And one of the biggest advantages to microwave pyrolysis is the fact that it can run off of electricity, right? Because it can then be run off of solar, wind, hydro, or any other source of renewable electricity.
0: That's, General. I mean, that's... Go ahead, Luis, no, I'm, I'm, I'm oh, pretty no, speechless
2: um, I was gonna ask you, because I, I saw that and I thought, wow, if, if you get the power ratio right, it, it really could be used as potentially a power source, but it's about what's how much energy have you estimated, at least with what you've built, how much energy do you calculate you've put in in relationship to the actual output and what can after refinement, how much can you get out of it? Have you made some calculus? I mean, I know it's not easy to do that type of calculus because, you know, it's like you have to measure exactly. No. It's like I put in this amount of mass, let's say, I put in, I don't know, four kilos and then output of oil, output of gas. Like, that. What's, you know, what's been your trials and treatment with that?
1: Yeah, so usually to get those exact numbers and all that, you do need, you know, scientific measuring tools and all that. Um, so I don't have any specific numbers for what I do, though. There are research papers done. And basically the general consensus is, um, especially with pyrolysis of plastic, right? Um, you usually get actually a, quite a big return of energy out now in the papers, they show there's actually initially more energy you get out than you, than you put in, but a lot of that gets lost as heat, right?
0: We're not so going to break if, the law of thermodynamics you, around here. Right. If
2: you made the system like better, like in terms of the dynamics of how it uses that heat in the future, right. you can exactly. take, you can take that energy loss and use it somewhere else. So definitely as long as you continue, I mean, I'm seeing yes. Look, you're 18 and you're already built this. That means you're progressively going to get better and better. Because this was generally built by engineers with seven degrees you don't have. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've seen now I, there's other people in different countries uh, working on this stuff as well. And yeah. I remember 12 years, 12, 13 years ago when I first saw this for the first time, I thought this could change the world. Why the hell? 2022 <laughs> was invented 13 years ago. And oh, there you go. Yeah, this is kind of
0: a, just a visual for the folks out there watching. This is basically what's going on here. Yeah. Go ahead, Luis. I, I apologize for. Oh no, no, no. It,
2: it, well, the main thing is, I because you you already are working to make it off electricity, um, and you're already building. I mean, I saw you had the filtration systems, so you really have thought out everything. When you
0: when it's I saw a, you have a
2: whole filtration system, do you and, have
0: a video in specific you'd like for me to? I can bring yeah. Up, that would show. A little more about how it works or whatever. I've got all your pages pulled up.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I guess. TikTok like the, or YouTube.
1: On um, TikTok, probably will be best since those okay. videos are shorter.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: I forget which episode it was, but I have um a Q and A video, right? I think it was um episode three.
2: Yeah, yeah, where I specifically go oh, nice. over the filter stuff. Right. Yeah. That was funny with the Obama. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a rock Obama. (laughs) (laughs) Not getting audio, at least on our end. in case you guys get audio because i didn't hear it i am
0: too. not getting audio
2: okay just in case because i can see it visually but uh, right there's no audio at least there's out. captions i guess yes and you could use have you already tried to use this for could this be used for fertilizer
1: yes it can be used as biochar I have not used it as biochar because I want to make sure for absolute sort of, really, there's really no good. microplastics.
2: <laughs> yeah. Have um, you, have, uh, do you, do you have any, I don't know what state you're in. Have you spoken to any university about doing some tests with uh, their department, with their engineering departments? Because I think that they, a lot of schools would love to like, see, okay, let's look at the output. Cause they, they'll see your work. First of all, some universities will be like, Hey, you wanna study here? <laughs> They'll give you literally a diploma. they're literally like, We can't give you the diploma this second. But here, you can study here for free. You, you <laughs> just this is what's my what's my what's my paperwork? Uh I have I built this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, I did reach out to um I'm in Georgia, um the US. Hey. Oh, you guys right. know about we're Georgia, Georgia
0: Tech. I'm I'm Georgia. You are. Yes, <laughs> sir. Cool, man. That's right. You were Georgia.
3: Oh no, yeah. boy. This is going to be good. <laughs> yeah, so,
0: you should, hey,
3: uh, I, I, I do have some. I, I do have a question. Um, yeah. I'm believe me, this is nowhere near my like field of expertise. Um, so, treat me like I'm a second grader asking about astrophysics. Okay, uh, the energy needed to um, go from one state to another is that. Is your output going to be higher than your input?
1: No, absolutely not. That'll never be the case. You will always have to input more energy than you get out. However, the main goal of pyrolysis is not only are we doing waste management in an environmentally friendly way, we're recycling plastics, but we're also getting energy out. It's not a complete loss. Yeah.
3: Unlike conventional recycling. You are recycling plastic, but creating energy at the same time. And what you get from that is left over can still be used for something else. Correct?
2: Exactly. It's a closure. thing. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, it's portable energy. That's yeah, the, yeah. that's a power of liquid fuels. Is the reason why we didn't use electric cars when the whole competition between electric cars, gasoline cars, yeah, yeah, yeah. gas cars in the night, early 20th century we selected gasoline because it was just the more portable, higher mm-hmm. output energy solution. And you actually be able to to use distilled gasoline. How was that process?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah you know what? Honestly, <laughs> it sound not
2: sound easy compared <laughs> to diesel. I think it's harder if I if I Oh man, right.
1: Man, that the distillation thing, I got the whole series on my YouTube, but there were so many trials and tribulations. I I got a shout out to all my uh, my subscribers because I have like some chemists from like Poland and stuff, and they gave me so many tips. Like they do this stuff at a lab scale, but you know, you apply it to the bigger scale. I wouldn't be able to have gotten gasoline, kerosene, and diesel out of it if it weren't for those people on my Discord server that gave me the tips. You know what I'm saying? So the distillation process, let me tell you guys. So in pyrolysis, we get three products. The first product that forms when you break stuff down is the vapor, right? Now that vapor it has some condensable compo- components in it. So, you know, just like how when water turns to steam, it can then fall down as rain, condense. Some components in this vapor, we're gonna call it gas for now. In this syngas, it can, it can be condensed and that's how you get the liquid. Now, when you get the liquid fuel, it's a mix of everything. It's a mix of, of jet fuel, diesel, gasoline, all that stuff. So it is flammable. It can be put probably in some engines right away. However, I would, you know, it's best to clean it up. So we take that and then we distill it. Now, here's the thing. As I said, only some of the vapors can be condensed. Not all the vapors condensed. The uncondensable vapors that never turn to liquid actually stay as pretty much natural gas. Like you could say it's not like natural gas, like propane, butane, that type of stuff. A flammable gas. I take that gas. I compress it right into a modified propane tank. And I then use that very gas I get from this process to run the distiller. And then I distill out the products with the gas I got from the process.
2: You know, everything. That's is how you're be- getting such high efficiency, which is wonderful. Yes.
0: Yes. Yep.
2: I mean, it. it th- that's a beautiful thing is you with obviously the help of the world community. Has slowly brought up all the pieces together and I think because you have done this I you probably have a better idea of how to simplify it for other people in the future so I think you have the really you have the potential power to distribute this information further into the world because I see at least a model where you could have certain parts of towns they take all their junk to this section and they just create fuels and then just yeah. they pay off the machine, which is one recycling for real. And two, the fuels kind of pay off part of the cost, right? Not necessarily
3: like, a, um, I don't, I don't know. come off the wrong way saying this, but not necessarily like the developed countries would do this, but your underdeveloped countries. This would be extremely beneficial to ridding the area of trash and getting power at Especially the same time. Especially in
2: Latin America, if I, I, I definitely would want to. If I can help you with translating some things in Spanish, you would have a lot of people in Latin America loving what you're doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. because that's that's there is parts of Latin America that have a very big trash problem outside of what oh, you yeah. see in Asia. But you're right. Uh, there is problems here too in certain parts of the country. Let's not. Oh yeah. Let's, Oh, we sure. there's parts of the U.S. that are you would consider third world countries. Let's be. <laughs> but,
3: oh, that, it, for real though.
2: We just hide our poor. Right. But let's so. We're not a rich country.
0: So, do you guys remember? And you, of course, Julian, you're 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 probably not going to remember. Louise, you might not remember. So this might be just a me and Bandit moment. But do you remember the old videos that they would show us where they were talking about everybody having a gas pump in their own garage? Not <laughs> no, am
3: I the only one? Young, no. age? that sounds
2: crazy. That, that sounds more like that
3: sounds more like um. It's, it's old. What it's old, like, I, used I used it's to, I used to see fifty like
0: sixties videos.
3: Yeah, but, I used to see that out in the country and the Midwest, yeah, especially but, like farm country. This yeah, was, no, these were like
0: futuristic to... type videos that they said that everybody would have would have a gas mm-hmm. pump these, these were like the, oh. they could feel their cars and shit and these f- future they were like you'd have like your the own future gas kitchens pump. future homes house. yeah future yada yada and like <laughs> yeah first thought when i seen what he was doing here is i was like i was like this dude make it can make gas in his backyard and like probably run his lawnmower or his four-wheeler <laughs> straight up off the stuff that's coming out of there.
2: Right, we've been make we've been doing that with diesel. With uh, remember, I don't know if you you read, like, I'm sure you've read into the biodiesel revolution. Oh, yeah, I know all about thousands, yeah, and how people have figured out some people were actually going to different places like like McDonald's and other places and trying to get their oil. They were like, Oh, no, we'll take it from you for free.
0: Yep, and they're like,
2: What do you mean for free? Yeah, we'll take it from you for free and turn it into biodiesel. There's only one side effect. (laughs) <laughs> your, your exhaust smells like fries yeah <laughs> yeah so anytime <laughs> you're driving around it's like oh there goes julian
3: but hey <laughs> you know can i can i make a serious comment though yeah you know through. um you probably need to watch yourself on tiktok with this with, with these videos
0: yeah like I, you know i've seen like this one right here you got going on this is just, they this are a newer model you're making Oh,
3: they yes, are the mean, one that's in construction. They are banning people like this online showing stuff like
0: Markistan.
2: this I mean, they, but yeah. it's it's, it's it Dr. is Markistan. it is there is already a, a mainstream uh, academic side to all the science sure. as well.
0: Sure. He is
2: just making what they would do in a laboratory. Oh, <laughs> Publi- yeah. They he's don't not want doing anything stuff. out, and this has but been around for 13 years. I, would I say, know right? this, but
3: he's showing everyday people how to benefit and use this, and that is not. It's if not, this on, you, that's not profitable to oil industries. True. Excuse me. Self sufficiency. You know? Yes, that's yeah. not that they don't want you to be self sufficient.
0: So what, you know. So what can you What can you tell me about this newer one that you're that you've been building?
1: Okay, so this newer one is going to be the most ambitious one yet. We're actually almost done with the construction of it. So for reference, as I say, we power this with microwaves. Now microwaves are formed from magnetrons. Every single microwave ever, including the one in your house, has a magnetron in it. That's what creates the microwaves. And all of my previous reactors, we've always just had one. In this next reactor, we're going to have five. So it's going to be the equivalent <laughs> of, of you shooting five microwaves at one Hot Pocket at one Yeah, so, I, I, I actually so work that's on 5, appliances.
0: Six thousand watts. So yeah. I I actually work on appliances for a living. Like I I, I can I, I I see these pieces you're talking about. You know, lying around on a daily basis. Right. Um. So can I? What size microwaves? Um. Are you using on these? I
1: usually. Like, I get scrap microwaves that people just throw away. Sure. So, I usually, sure. they usually tend to just usually be work? On one kilowatt. You know, I'm well, not paying here. for those things that people just throw them away, right? Now, so, I don't have a consistent basis of what every single one I get, but most of them tend to be around one kilowatt.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I, look, I'll tell you right now, especially since I know we're quite close to one another, um, I, I throw away microwaves ailey buddy like i can start ripping some of these out and <laughs> setting them aside boy, you, you know like the sound of that i mean some 30 megatrons together <laughs> yeah we'll donate to the cause in a heartbeat like that's just that's how i feel about stuff like this and knowing that i actually have these uh, literally like I, I change them out on some microwaves and or some microwaves i just throw away because something else is wrong with them and it's 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 a pretty common easy to get to part inside the microwave yep. without even trying so you know, and that's, and, but it's amazing because you do see, you know, I'm sure you see them all the time too, you know, just people throwing them away because that, let's face it, just like with all this plastic and everything else, this this consumer society that we're in, yeah. a lot of times it's just cheaper to to replace it. Like I tell customers all the time that it's cheaper to replace the microwave than it is for me to come and work on it because by the time right. I'm done working on it and you're done paying for parts and service, <laughs> you have already bought a microwave and a half yeah so like it's it's so you know they're they're pretty common to see them thrown out and it's it's but it's i don't know like i just like i said i seen you using and you know discussing like cleaning up the planet with it and that's that's something we've discussed on this on this show before and on this page about how you know microplastics well you know how we're stuck with microplastics you know what i'm saying like we're, we're finding them inside humans and stuff like that now it's 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 gotten completely out of hand and there's a lot of them, especially, you know, our other co-host Neptune, which I'll keep quoting him. You know, he would be, he's, he talks about how we're stuck with them probably for God knows how long because of the process it does take for them to break down. But you're, you could run a net through the ocean, scoop them up and run your little machine and boom. Oh yeah. yeah.
2: That was what I was actually, I mentioned to Jim when I heard about your project, because the, was a dutch kid i think around 16 years old he started this he's now in his 20s he got the european union to spend over 330 million dollars to build the the capturing system that's currently being used in the pacific garbage patch and in part of his original work and this was years ago they originally wanted to build like ocean pylons that would capture the plastic and would use uh, microwave pyrolysis in order to convert it into fuel, in mm. order to power the pylons, yeah. in order to power the process. Mm. Um, currently, they are converting it into sunglasses. I'm guessing it's just easier for the time being. I mean, they're expanding yeah. the project. They're getting it bigger and bigger with time. But I remember even they were mentioning this process and It it probably there were somebody was like it. That sounds like a logistical nightmare. And then what if you have a leak, then they're going to blame you for the leak because it's in the middle of the ocean and you're automating things. But there's still definitely such many use cases because you look at so so many places.
0: So, I mean, do you do I, I mean, I guess I do. You kind of already in a in a sense worry about some of that stuff. I mean, like there's it doesn't take much for you to. You know, earn the CIA CIA's highest honor nowadays you know (laughs) with 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 sharing and information regardless of how you know public and not public and how long they've been doing things i mean i like i mean we we can always go look at stanley and his water-powered car and how they just made him vanish you know and you're this this and you know in most recently like uh bandit brought up the guy on TikTok, Dr. Parkinson, who's been. Re- I did a little digging on that. He, not only was he recreating the Tesla stuff, but did you know his entire neighborhood was powered by him? What? what? That's the reason they burnt his house down. What? Somebody was powering an entire neighborhood? He was he was he right. was powering an entire neighborhood with his free electricity devices. And, oh my! and that is that is why yeah. his house ended up burning down. So it would destroy the work. You can't change my mind at this point because he got wow. booted off TikTok and house burned down all within a week. Wow. So, you know, I mean and I mean I, I'm not trying to bring alarm to you. I don't want you to stop stop your good fight. I just I, I I agree with Bandit. It's in this day and age, it's definitely good to keep a keen eye over your shoulder. Is that well, something you concerned The about? faster
2: you become public, the faster you get connected to to good people, to True. assist you, True. to push you forward the more visible you are, when you are visible, you are, you become untouchable. So that's a good reference. And you already have a good energy about yourself. So I can see that already. So I just like start connecting with exactly with some of the universities to be like, hey, test out my soil, test out what I'm working on. Because I'm sure some departments will be like, okay, that sounds fun like there's a whole department, my shift to, you know, you know what, let's try that. And you can literally create the, the imagine students, uh, college students that are seven years older than you coming to you. Be like, so what are you doing?
0: I mean, yeah, you could probably, you can probably <laughs> teach the can class, teach the class. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> which they'll be like, okay, cool. <laughs> I got so
0: What got you, what got you looking into the, so like to this specific, I mean, I know you said it was because of the, uh, like, the plastic and stuff, but I guess what led to this specific subject? I mean, I'm sure you like started... Like microwave pyrolysis? Yeah, I'm sure you started somewhere else.
1: Yeah, I started with a typical conventional burner that... Uh, reactor that ran off of propane. Okay. And... I don't know, I just, even though I, I liked the idea of, like, we're doing this with plastic, I just knew... I just couldn't stand how inefficient it was. I couldn't stand how, like, I would be running it for eight hours and it would, like, But in the end, like uh, there would still be plastic left over or like how it would take so long to heat up and and, like there was so much wasted energy. So I remember it was just one night I couldn't go to sleep and I was just thinking and I just kept thinking and thinking. I just thought about different ways to heat things up super quick. And then I just like looked at my microwave and I'm like, that's it. And and then I just that rest of the night I just kept looking at microwave this microwave that I ordered a mic I I didn't know then that I can just go to my landfill and get microwaves for free so I ordered a microwave I'm like I'm taking this thing apart um you know I just got so excited and and then I immediately got to work on my um my Mark One microwave pyrolysis reactor
0: okay all right and so I guess you're on are, are you on two now or I'm on been... Mark three you're on Mark three okay that's what yes, you're working sir. on. What, what is
2: the the speed by which you can process at the moment? Because you mentioned the eight hours. So what's the current speed yeah. in ratios to average kilo weight value? I mean, I know you I know you can't be exactly precise in everything because I, I know you said you don't have exact measurement systems, but like get ballparks.
1: Okay, okay. So Mark III, like I said, is still in construction, but because of all the features we have in there, as well as all the power, we're going to, the, the, the goal we're aiming for is you should be able to put um, like loaded up full of plastic, get it all turned to carbon and fuel within two hours tops. That's the goal. Okay.
2: That's the goal. Do You have any cool down time.
1: It doesn't need cool down time because microwaves don't really get the chamber itself that hot.
2: All right. I mean, so in theory, you can be running running this almost all day. Right. We do want
1: to make it continuous. However, right now it's a batch process because I don't currently know the mechanical engineering to be able to make like something continuous that can be airtight at the same time. Like you could put things in without air escaping and take the carbon out without air escaping. Still learning all that mechanical engineering stuff. It honestly is a lot, but you
2: know, it's a start, right? I mean, it's, If you can make the gap, the time gap between the, the exchange efficient enough, that's likely more than enough because even if you make it continuous, um, if the, if you have to over-engineer to make it continuous counter to just doing it and keep going. So there's that point of sometimes over-engineering is causing more problems than not. True. I I
0: mean, but still, I mean, you've got to have some kind of engineering skills in you in you of some sort, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you've sat here and taken apart a microwave and figured out how to use a microwave for this. And I mean, that, that in my, that to me alone shows that you've got, you know, innovative abilities to, you know, mechanically work on something. I've, you know, I, I do appliances now. I've, been a mechanic in the past and other things before and stuff you know I'm, I'm fairly mechanically inclined you hand me something and I'm going to take it apart and most likely be able to put it back together it's few and far between that I can't right you know and and that that in itself takes takes some kind of skill so I mean you're you're still young and have plenty of learning to do so I you know I believe that if you keep at the pace that you're going you you could you could revolutionize this even further you know i mean like I, I i really see this as just the beginning for you and i'm you. i'm quite honored to you know to to be able to host you on here talking about this kind of stuff because we met just... you early
2: before becoming super famous yeah <laughs> yeah that's
0: the thing
3: man But see what you mentioned earlier is that recycling is re- recycling is a joke it really is it, i mean the aluminum aspect is is halfway decent, um, and paper is hit or miss. Plastics, it's just... The, I mean, you you throw the plastic into the plastic container, or whatever, into the recycling container, and nine times out of ten, it, it, it will not be remade into something else. So depending won't. on the region
2: you live in, you have the, the stupid little numbers, right? Yeah. And- in some regions, they'll just tell you, we only recycle one, two, three, and five. That's oh. it. Yep. And
3: it won't, whatever they else, won't take we colored have no plastics. They won't take colored plastics. They won't take this type of plastic. It has to be clear or whatever, because then that's it's easier to remake. Since, yeah. it's, know, it's not profitable Ju- enough. Yeah. It's because it's not profitable
0: enough. pretty familiar with the Atlanta area, you know. I'm pretty sure he's seen the we have a big dump that you can see from the highway in the, the DeKalb, Clayton yeah. County area. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, Julian, but um, there's a, it, I, you, it's an open public dump and you can go in there and you know dump things yourself and such. And I used to work bank foreclosures many years ago when I was probably his age. And we used to go there on a almost daily basis, dropping things off and, and you're right. Like you can stand there at the base of that trash mountain because that's what it is. And there is more plastic around you than you know you can fathom. Mm-hmm. And you're told as a child, you know, oh, it's being recycled and reused, and this is recycled plastic. But the reality of it is, is most most things that are made with recycled plastic, that that recycled plastic is recycled in house, like it's it's yep. shavings yep. and failed pieces and stuff like that. That That's they just what Apple's aiming to do. Through.
2: They're aiming to disassemble. I don't know if you've seen it. it's actually pretty cool. Uh, Apple aims to by 2030 actually just use their own product as the basis of their products <laughs> in the majority of their their production line, which is a actually good initiative yep. because yeah. of the complexity of the materials that is used in a cell phone. So if you haven't seen that, look up how Apple recycles the phones because it is truly fascinating. Okay, but what I was asking, what I was getting to is. Based off your research, what is the largest machine that you know has been viably created? And do you think in the future you'll actually be able to build something bigger than that? So the largest machine that I know of,
1: if I can recall, it was a YouTube video. It was in some European um, nation or country. Um, I don't remember which one it Sweden? was.
2: Sweden does a or Norway does a lot I, of. I know Sweden does a lot of incineration. Um, they do so much they have to import the trash. Yeah, and they use it for energy. They actually use it for energy.
1: Well, I'm talking about pyrolysis plants. Pyrolysis. I saw a, a big pyrolysis plant, a huge one, built somewhere. So, I don't remember it was England, some European nation, right? And you know, it wasn't microwave pyrolysis. It was typical pyrolysis, and they actually use the gas that is formed from it to run the thing, right? Um, they do that here so, in
0: Atlanta at that dump I was talking about, actually. sorry, Gas interrupt. paralysis? They, they do the methane. Um, oh, yeah. They, the, um, uh, everything that's underneath gr- the ground or whatever is run back through a reactor and run back through. And you can see all throughout that dump um, areas that have flames to burn off the excess and stuff. And it actually powers that entire facility off of yeah. its own trash. So that's, I mean, that's actually a good thing. And I apologize. Right. You can go on back to what you were saying about the big. But you know
1: that. what? I think that's amazing that you said that because that, that literally shows. <laughs> Let me go into this. Yeah. Do you know why? Do you know what's going on with why those dumps are creating methane? Right. Why is the stuff that's buried under the pyrolysis
2: is occurring. Naturally.
1: Exactly. So the same process I'm doing, I'm just speeding it up. It happens naturally. That's how we get oil forming to begin with. Natural gas pockets forming to begin with. So, as I reiterate, reiterates, in terms of scale, I think that this reactor, in particularly the microwave design, especially, I believe that it's best done at not a super large scale. I think it's best done decentralized. My long-term vision is, let's have maybe. I don't think it's possible to have units in everybody's house because people are kind of stupid. Somebody will hurt <laughs> themselves. With it, to be honest.
2: Somebody like, well, the radiation, I don't say so that. I was going to get to that. Yeah. Uh, you're going now to 5X and essentially you're going now to such a voltage and to such a wattage that no typical home could run it. So <laughs> yeah. That's one right. one thing is like you were running before from one, so a typical home can run two, two <laughs> thousand watts, but you're now going to six thousand, almost six thousand right, watts. I, I
1: just had an electrician over today to install a, <laughs> a big, juicy power cord for me—a welder, a welder's power outlet, pretty much. To when, run what relax- did they say to, when they saw that? or higher. <laughs> I, I, I
3: told <laughs> you, know, had, a two, you I had a two. had a two twenty.
1: Yeah, two twenty. Uh. Yeah. Was it fifty amps? Yeah. Um, I just told them it was from my welder. And then when they came over and the, they saw the reactor, they was like, what is that thing you're working on there? I was like, well, just check me out on Sixth <laughs> side.
2: It's not a nuclear reactor. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. I think Michio Kaku, uh, I don't know if you heard of that physicist. He actually built um, like a, a reactor uh, in his college. He was allowed to, though. And he had support from his family and everything. I'm imagining he came from, wealth, from money. So he was able to build like a sub subcritical reactor mm. himself. And you ever heard of the kid that stole uh, like hundreds of uh, what is it called? It like uh, Americanium, the Americanium, the 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 smoke detectors, the I I. Yeah. super. Like, it's actually a fascinating and sad story. He committed suicide not too not too long ago, I believe uh, in his early 30s. But he because he was arrested like he had a crazy history but he stole like all these smoke detectors and then he almost got it to to subcritical and like actually become creative reactor thankfully they stopped him because that they <laughs> could have irradiated the entire area he lived in and made it unlivable that's how crazy <laughs> it was and this was one kid yeah doing it he wow. convinced professors Like the way he did it is because he acted like a professor asking another professor a question and they (laughs) kept answering him. I mean, the kid was super duper smart. It's just, yeah, I don't know. He got really bad guidance and then he kept on going and doing it and doing it. But it's a fascinating story of a per of, of a young person trying to do something extremely out of the norm. But you're doing something relatively very safe, <laughs> in perspective scale.
1: That's true because you know. Speaking of radiation, microwave radiation is non-ionizing. You know, I always say this. People always ask me on TikTok Live, like, what do, like, like what? What about microwave radiation? What about you know? Are you going to get cancer? Yeah, you, you should know, make
2: I, a video just on that so people are like. I, I always answer the same way.
1: Yeah. I always say. It does not cause cancer. It just heats you up. So it's not going to give me testicular cancer. It's just going to give me some hot nuts. That's it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, the military uses a similar weapon. Uh, it's um, have you guys seen it. It's a it's a white it's a it's a gray panel. They can aim it like the sonic weapons and it hits up your skin. And sometimes it can even vibrate your your eyes. This is a crowd control weapon that the military has. Well, and I mean, it's, a it's
3: a non-lethal weapon they can mount on top of a Humvee. It's like a crowd. Yeah. It's area denial weapon. And what it does is, like, it's it's weird. I, like, like I said, I don't have. This isn't my area of expertise. But it's like you're getting sunburn, but you're not getting sunburn. Is what it is.
0: Right. So. <clears throat> My, my apologies so so i mean i mean i've, I've, I've always kind of known that about microwaves too because you know technically microwaves were were invented were a military like invention to begin with it was something they were playing around with i believe
2: it came from rad- the radar technology they just changed the frequency yeah, slightly and they were like wait we could they also could heat things, things up
0: <laughs> so yeah i know it's just it's it's just amazing though it's just and, but it's yeah. I always keep saying that it's the younger generation that is gonna, you know, bring the next step of change. They're gonna get sick of it and, you know, step up and do something about it. And and this young fellow right here, and that now that I'm even finding out in my own home state, which even makes it even that much more better for me, I feel is is, is out here actually putting putting these things into effort and, and into effect. Like he, from what I'm gathering, you you pretty much taught yourself on, you know, via the internet and you know, I'm assuming videos and books and other things that you come across and whatnot, because I mean, this isn't just something that you just go, you know, you you don't, you're not going to just come out of high school knowing this unless you did really teach yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like this isn't, this isn't, this isn't one of those things. And so like, I, I don't know, I implore you to keep learning because I think that you, as young as you are and as gung ho as you are, you know, you're just, you are, going to have the ability that one of these days I might have one of your devices in my backyard making gas for (laughs) my lawnmower and stuff or something like I mean this is there's got to be an answer I don't truly think we'll ever get rid of you know fossil fuels as a use I think they were being used you know I know they were being used before we were all born even in this conversation and stuff like that but I think they go back further than you know we're, we're led to believe yeah and in a sense and and for different aspects and different things and different ways, you know, natural gas is always going to have been there and stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's along the lines of the same, you know, the same genre of things that make things go. And and, you know, there's even even in the electric world, there's so much that's still run by coal, you know, like it just, well, it's just one yep. of those funny things that I see all the time where people are like, oh, you have
2: a Tesla that's running on coal
0: well, I mean, not just that, but you know, like you're, but you're, but you can't charge that Tesla without plugging it up to something, and most of the places that run their electricity are run off coal, and people don't, people don't fathom, that, don't you know, not the whole world is nuclear, not the whole world and, is hydro. And you know, you know what?
1: I, that does lead me to this next point, because I think this is the more one of the most like more ambitious parts of pyrolysis. Okay, so okay. to start. As we talked about methane released in landfills and all that plastic releases methane when just left out in the ocean landfills, food waste, all types of stuff does. Right? Yeah. So that makes the process of pyrolysis completely carbon neutral. We're not putting any more CO2 into the air. than's already would have been released anyway.
2: The now, government's going to love you for the anti-carbon tax
1: thing. <laughs> exactly. Now there's another, there's an even better part. First of all, we can run this off of renewable sources, right? to get, make the source of the electricity that runs it clean. Another thing, you guys know the coal product we get in the end. It's carbon. Guess what? We can use that as biochar. Now we're sequestering carbon in the ground. Now we just, turn, we, now we just make carbon negative fuel. So we make fuel that's cleaner than a Tesla. You can run a gasoline car that is carbon negative thanks to the process of pyrolysis if it's done you know, in, the complete, in the greenest way, right? Yeah. And that's like completely crazy because as you guys were saying, you know, there's a reason why fossil fuels exist, the energy density of it. You know, we can't make everything battery power, you
2: know, portability.
1: right. We End can't day, make dump power. trucks and, and, and excavators and all that battery powered. There's a reason, but we can make the, the fuel that we do use clean and, and
2: more f- environmentally friendly. Have you saved um, a few samples of the refined stuff? Um, Cause later on that's one some, something that you can get tested as well is yeah. the octane ratings, right? Potential the out the energy output ratings. I mean, I know once you get to this bigger machine, I think that's when like you can really talk to other schools and it's like, yeah, hey, I want to get all this stuff tested. And I'm sure you can literally build an entire class around this and this is more the graduate classes that are going to work with you. So you're, I'm telling you, you're going to get 25 year olds <laughs> and higher to be the ones that come to you. It's like, okay, this is fascinating because they can, cause they, the schools have the equipment to really help you and they're themselves. Like a lot of schools are going to want to work with you. So that way you can get grants. Sorry. You can get grants. You can get a lot of government funding, a lot of like corporate funding to really push this forward because you already have the initiative you already have like the known proof of like proof you have it so you can definitely get tens of thousands of dollars in grants like you should be able to get that now yeah to really I mean, push forward your projects
0: and, and and then you know from from this guy's perspective over here you know i was just gonna say you know i mean you've done quite the grand job without them. And I say, keep pushing, like, you know, I mean, it's, it's as, as, as weird as it is grants or not, or whatever, even, even outside things like there, there could be an investor come along your way that wants to, you know, just beeline you into things of going further with this or trying to aid you with this or making your product just a little bit more better than it was the day before. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, 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 the the potential in this is so grand that uh, part of me is like dude jump in head first and the other part of me is like man continue to just take these little steps because i think right. that if you just keep this gung-ho attitude that you have about yourself and 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 i i i gotta say i have enjoyed your little comic relief throughout a lot of your videos like you just <laughs> you you make me laugh and on top of it which which just adds to the you know to the air of it i guess and like it's i don't know if you just keep at it man i'm telling you like i'm gonna be sitting here going hey bandit you remember when we had that guy that's all over these billboards <laughs> on our show when nobody knew who the hell he was like
3: <laughs> so what what are your aspirations for this man what are uh ins- what where you, where is your, what are you where's your next steps step for this where do you want to take it so
1: my anne- immediate next steps I want to finish Mark III. I want to. I want that to be the reactor where I get the samples out of it. You know, I get the measurements and all that. Then I want to, once I have all that stuff, the scientific stuff, I want to patent it. Once it's patented, now I can do stuff like really get investors on board. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Really get stocks and stuff going. You know, there's so many people every day saying, asking me how can I invest. I'm like, we don't have a company yet. You know, like I can really start all that. And then from that point, I want... To get this to a point, as I was saying before, decentralized, I want, like, a unit of this in, like, every community maybe, right? Maybe a permanent, licensed person has to run it so nobody just kills themselves with the thing, right? Sure. <laughs> but um, it's, like, in every community because I feel like why are we, we don't need to send all of our trash to one place. We can deal with it at the source, right? Spread it out. So we can – obviously, I'll start here in Georgia first
0: you know maybe my city and we slowly spread out uh, right we you could you, remember we have georgia Dan? tech we have georgia tech georgia state and quite a few other high level like technical schools out here You know that are that are on the market you know like georgia tech is a very pristine technical college like people don't believe it or not but there's there's some really damn smart people that come from that i mean have
3: you been i mean have you there was all this talk of college grants stuff like this have you have you been approached by anybody i mean foreign or domestic yeah Yeah, i
1: i I have um a, a college um I'm not gonna say the names, <laughs> but I have been approached by Alma um, College over in Alabama. <laughs> I did actually, way before I started doing the social media stuff. It was around the time of my first YouTube video. I did reach out to Georgia Tech. I did speak mm-hmm. with a couple of professors. I guess it really wasn't. Maybe it was because, like, I was just kind of starting to push online.
3: Yeah,
1: they really weren't like down <laughs> with it like that. I actually I didn't really take it serious or something, right?
0: Sure.
3: You know, it's all of this – you know who could benefit a a lot from this would be your waste management companies, you know? Have something, you know, in a larger scale at, like, a city dump.
0: Right.
3: You know? Um,
2: Well, the thing is, you mentioned decentralized. Actually, we spoke to someone, Dan. He is building communities in Alaska, and he actually was building a DAO um, system. He's actually and got You ever heard group of a DAO? Down here.
0: He's actually got a group down here too actually. That's right State. too.
2: But you ever heard Julian, you ever heard of a DAO? A, a DAO. No, I'm not sure what a DAO is. All right. So, a DAO to simplify it is a cryptocurrency investment fund. So, it makes it very easy for you to take a large amount of money and redistribute it for different purposes um, in a way that is trackable and a way that Can work for a community so you can create essentially internal economic systems for exchange so in that way like you just described i think their model and what you're working on are completely in symmetry and i think they should talk definitely
1: you know what i'm actually in contact with dan
2: he won't he's willing to call me for a little bit (laughs) oh then definitely talk definitely talk because and, he can show you like all of the other ways that they can get funding for you. Another to actually another push forward and get actually, the patents and everything like that.
0: Another fellow yeah. I could actually recommend you talk to too that I've been talking to recently. He goes no. by goes by well, that's who they were just talking about, Dan. Is uh oh. is, is Tarzan Um he's also in in building some self-sustainable community type stuff. Um you can find him on TikTok and he's been on my show recently as well. And Instagram and everything like that. He's got a lot of good stuff going on. I've been in his discord the past few days, just, just kind of observing and listening and paying attention to what the group's talking about. And you're, you are on like the same level. Like I think we're all on this same level. We are all looking for a way to
2: connect the dots so everybody can, can thrive, establish
0: our own infrastructure while Rome is crumbling, because we're not going to stop Rome from crumbling and there's no reason to try to save the pieces of it that's there. Why not create a new with right. young people like yourself and, and like see, Dan? And what stuff. you mentioned
3: with Dan, it's not just like the cryptocurrency and funding. It's oh. a small version of his unit could power a small community that okay. he's trying to build. It,
2: yeah, could, like one it, of his it dome could supplement the power requirements, yeah. especially in a place like Alaska that has yeah. scarcity problems. Yep. So, so. when it comes to the crypto world, there's a problem and that's um, proof of like, like what's the actual proof that it's actually useful and they're building a community system. So it's an actual use case for that. And your your idea can really like collide because they already had people that to build houses at $5,000 a house. Yeah. So they are already building economic models for compensation, for time, like all of these beautiful things and The reality is for you to get patents, which I imagine you're going to need a couple of patents. Each patent is $10,000 plus the revisions, which they always get revised uh, because my friend was a patent lawyer. uh, He actually does uh, uh, patents for microchips. So he works Mm -hmm. for the government and he actually approves microchip patents. And he tells me the insanity of software patents that require microchips. So weirdly, when you do a software patent, you need to build a microchip that runs the software, but that there's its own little insanity to it. Mm-hmm. So the cost of patents is extremely high. It could cost you fifty dollars to $80,000, and it could take you five years to get wow. the patents to go through. I'm just giving you for the patent from go to patent pending to patented. It could yeah. take you five years Correct. So and cost you $80,000. <laughs> so that's why I was mentioning the grants because I'm like, you're going to need it. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. No, yeah actually, that that's expensive
0: fast. Well, I mean, I do. I do see out on your um, your link tree, which, of course, you guys, I'll make sure that you can find his link tree and his TikTok in this episode and stuff so you guys can get back and support him. But I seen you had a, a GoFundMe going on for, you know, raisins, raising some money for building this kind of stuff. And I. I I think I do personally, I encourage anybody that's out here listening to this episode, watching this episode, or is curious about this kind of stuff, that if you want to be a part of it, man, don't donate to this guy if you can. Like, support this cause, because I think what he's doing and the idea that he has and what you would be helping invest in, not really invest like a part, but just, you know, helping him progress here. Like, I think I think it's, it's a smart move, because in 10 years from now, you could have one of these in your backyard for all you know and it could be made by the fellow right here that we're speaking to this evening mr julian brown like he's he <clears throat> daggum boy genius because you said you were getting started on this when you were 15 and i mean look at you now
2: Like, <laughs> it's, i it's, mean and there's and there's several options for you to grow like you can even do yeah. the, there's something called the jobs act and that allows you to create a company if you were yes. to go to the traditional routes and I don't know if you've ever seen invest in this company that works in pharmaceuticals, invest in this company that's building robots, invest in this company that's building machines to replace all the workers in the super, uh, the, the fast foods. And eventually everybody's going to be jobless and a computer's going to be running it. And then mm-hmm. you make a micro, a micro profit off that. Um, you can, and I have a friend who specializes in those things. So if, if you ever want to go to that route, I can also like, there's so many amazing routes for you for really crowd is. for funding uh, these amazing projects and what you're going for. It's just
0: crowd. Get, crowdfunding get is an amazing thing, dude. Like I, I'm, yeah. I'm, for
2: this, you could, I'll get a lot of crowdfunding.
0: I think so. Like, because I've, I've seen, I I remember when like the GoFundMes and stuff first popped up online and I was like, this is just, this is human ingenuity right here. Like these people just finally decided to do something for themselves, you know, for each other. Like I thought, I thought it was a beautiful thing and I've seen, more, and I believe it's statistically proven too that there has been more like medical bills and stuff handled through go the like GoFundMe has fund paid me so
2: much. Than... I mean, GoFundMe and all these associated things is like that's the joke, the meme. You've seen that meme? Like the medical system in America is, oh, GoFundMe.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. No, no, no,
3: Proving once again the private sector can do it better. The private yeah.
0: sector, that's where I was going. Well, I mean,
3: yeah.
0: and that's and that's like with, it is that's true, like what man. With what you've got going on, Julian, you know, that's I think I think you and when you were talking about them being hesitant at uh, Georgia Tech, I think it's probably because you intimidate, intimidate them. Like, Mm. let's be let's be real. You are a young kid that doesn't have the fancy piece of paper that says that you're the specialist in this (laughs) field. Just did it with your own brain which is completely plausible for anybody and in see this the thing
3: world. is it's like when he says intimidating you're, you're just a kid coming to these guys that have multiple doctorates and you know <laughs> yes. 20 years of being a professor yes and they're like wait a minute no 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 no, no. these <laughs> roles are supposed to be reversed <laughs> correct this is not go away just go away. Yeah, not supposed to no, be here. I,
2: I think they're going to react to you better once they see how far yes, you've gone. Exactly. Right. Absolutely. Or, Absolutely. Remember, a lot of people contact them and then like, you know, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and are talking shit. You actually did it. <laughs> yeah. Most people yeah. are talking yeah. I, Luis. Cocoa that was
0: what that was one time and we're not <laughs> supposed to talk about that anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know, I reached out. I.
1: They have certain divisions in, in Georgia Tech, and they had like a pyrolysis division and yeah. renewable energy division. So I think I reached out to a total of twenty professors that focus on anything related to this in any way, and I only had two respond, and I only got on a call with one of them.
2: Wow! They're probably terrible at email and uh, how you contact their offices. True. I mean, I, honestly, I would say one day just go over there. Yeah. True. Yeah. Just foul out go because remember. Uh, some of these professors, they like remember after you you go up in academia to a certain point, you have to filter a lot of stuff out of your life. Yep. So they might be filtering constantly because if you have, let's say, throughout your life, you've gone through three thousand, five thousand students. That's a lot of people that can bother you. And, and like, so you want to filter. So that's part of the reason you probably didn't get through all the filters. That's all. I don't think all of them were ignoring you. It's just legitimately they just didn't get to them.
0: And I wouldn't just settle, honestly, again, for Georgia Tech. There is, uh, you know, all around this state, we have some very exceptional colleges and even over in Alabama. And, you know, we're close to a lot down here in Georgia. Like, I mean, yeah, you know, Florida and everything around us has things that probably have stuff like this going on. And man, I would be either either get you get you an assistant to help you with it or do it yourself. But I would be trying to just track down everybody you possibly could (laughs) to speak to on on these matters and inside this inside the academia aspect of it, because maybe, you know, you might have a conversation with just the right person about it and they could give you an idea for something that you're currently lacking or make some breakthroughs in ways that you're not thinking. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just, you know, jump. There's people, somebody's going to listen, you know, like I, like I said, I seen you and I was beside myself. And when you messaged me back as quickly as you did, I was just like, I take Mondays off, but not tonight because I have to talk (laughs) to this young man. Like he, you know, it's just, it's, it, it's, it's admirable to me and it's inspiring even, you know, to see someone with, with the gumption to be like, well, I'm going to take matters into my own hands and make a difference my way regardless of what anybody says, thinks, does, whatnot, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're catching just as much flack too out there. There's, I'm, you know, there's always got to be haters in situations just because there is like, that's just how, how life is. And I, I, what it really boils down to is people that don't understand it. And so, yeah, you know, anybody with questions of stuff like this, you know, that's, that's why I'm going to make sure that I have his links up there. And you know, I, I feel like he's, he's going to answer you. If you reach out to him, it might take him some time because he's know i see him growing exponentially by the day as far as followers and such you know but like he's he he's looking for help just as everybody else is out there i'm sure there's another kid out there on the other side of the country or maybe even the other side of the world that's trying to build one of these themselves that's seen the idea either from you or from someone else and i you know i just i think it's stuff like this that is going to make a difference in the world you know nobody Nobody before we started this episode that probably listening even really had an idea of what this stuff is. I knew Luis would. Me and Bandit were kind of, uh, I think, equally both like, ooh, I don't know, but let's talk to him because this is super awesome. Like, <laughs> you know, so is there anything you guys didn't get to ask, Julian, that you'd like to ask him before we get ready to wrap up this evening?
2: Um, I wanted to ask you about how, what was your framework for learning? This um, yeah, because you since question. you didn't have what you would call the traditional routes of education, what was that 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 system that you built for yourself in order to absorb this amount of information that usually takes people six years to get to?
1: It was, um, it really was just ambition um, and just being opportunistic and resourceful. You know, just like how I, I get the scrap microwaves
3: out of landfills, people throw away. I would go. It's on- okay to say trial and error. It really <laughs> is. It's okay to say trial and error. I almost <laughs> burned down my garage, <laughs> I had my hand wrapped up for a week. <laughs> and I took one emergency room yeah. visit.
2: It's okay to any, say that, yeah.
3: Julian. It really is, a- man. A-
2: any any funny stories of, of the process <laughs> when it went crazy.
3: That's what we're getting to. Come on.
1: <laughs> okay, well, let me finish what I was saying before. So I learned all this stuff through like reading tons of research papers on it. I literally have so many research papers bookmarked on on my browser. And then watching every YouTube video, like I I looked up my clear power Office on YouTube so many times filtered relevant stuff, irrelevant stuff by views, by subscribe. Like I try to find every video possible just to see like where people start because there's no need for me to start from scratch. You know what I'm saying? I can take what somebody else may have discovered and add to that. So that's why I really started with um, just doing it. I just, you know, it's been so many hours of just pure research everywhere I could find. Um, and now in terms of um, just, you know, mistakes and all that type of stuff, uh yeah of course there's tons of mistakes that always come on um, when you invent things actually you know what i'll tell you guys today my mark three reactor okay so i told people on on TikTok on sunday right i told them I was, I was live and i was like okay guys we're gonna go live on tuesday i'm gonna be running this for you guys for the first time you know you guys are gonna see it running live so i had to do some test runs today make sure it was working well now, as you guys know, pyrolysis, no oxygen is present in there, right? Now, in all of my previous other reactors, they've been small. So to get the oxygen out, I can just easily push it out with, <clears throat> with um, the compressed gas. But this reactor that I have now is the size of a 55-gallon drum. So that's I can't push it out the same way that I did before. I didn't know that.
2: So use argon? Or something, I usually similar? just use the,
1: the pyrolysis gas that I get from the reaction to push out mm, the oxygen. Okay, but anyway, that kind of was a reason why this happened. Okay, but anyway, so I, tr- I I went to go push out the oxygen in this reactor, this 55 gallon drum, and I, I didn't push out enough of it because I didn't know how much was in there. So basically, what ended up happening was there was a mix of this flammable gas in there and oxygen in a, in a closed container. I went to go try on the microwaves, <laughs> and it literally exploded and shot the lid off of the thing across my backyard. <laughs> and my mom <laughs> came can't, can't run it out. She was like, "Are you okay?"
2: <laughs> Shit, you should have recorded that.
0: Oh my <laughs> <Lord>. I, I, <laughs> I'm
2: glad you're okay. No, and I am too. Oh my god!
0: There's, there, you know, and there's, and you're gonna, you're gonna run into trial and error with doing anything. I mean, and that's, that's. That's the fun part of it. I'm
3: curious. I'm curious. I have one thing and then I'll I have one more thing and then I'll be quiet. What could you possibly see the applications for like a, a form of an internal combustion engine for a vehicle using this?
1: Well, I'm not sure if any of you have seen, but I'm um, along the journey. I have put the gasoline product in a a weed whacker and it ran just like gasoline um the actual scent gas that comes from it or the natural gas that comes from it i put it in propane burners you have to adjust the airflow it doesn't like as much air as propane but it runs the same you know same thing with generators you could put in a generator just adjust the airflow so you know it works in combustion engines all the same
2: and lastly, uh, you've seen the cars that are made to run on syngas. And like, uh, there's some people that were building cars in the past that ran out from wood. Yeah. Like, yeah. So if there's you some can people propane, that about modified. You can propane that.
3: your cars. You can propane your yeah. vehicle with, uh, with a kit. Mm-hmm. So I'm very, I'm like, hey, you've been bookmarked, Julian. Like, we, we've saved you. And to come back yes.
0: oh, later
3: and update us on your progress because this is th- the potential especially especially with the whole push for god i dare not. Green i don't want to yeah, thank you that garbage the whole push for green energy right now you the know what politicians
2: th- love technically
3: what politicians love you're you're the brondo to their plants okay (laughs) (laughs) you're the brondo to their plants man seriously you're speaking like um and plus everything you're talking about right now you know could possibly get you like later on could get you tax credits you know pushing for like green energy True. this can get tax Subsidies credits and
1: all that. Yeah.
2: I, I, I was uh, working so. with it with it, with a, some company that they're building nfts that have carbon sequestration credits bought into it oh wow yeah i can i can try to convince them to work with your project as well that way it's like uh-huh yeah. what are you doing well real world application <laughs> now, get no, you no branded man
3: things. yeah then they can't gary web you yep okay
2: right
1: And and And, and you know what? Speaking of that, does bring me to my last point that I really want to emphasize the most. The reason why I I push this so hard on TikTok, social media, is because, you know, you especially know, Luis, this is not new technology. There's nothing special about necessarily what I'm doing. I'm just a vessel for this idea. And I believe that, that the best way to do this is for everybody to know, everybody to build one. I show the whole process on my YouTube I, I wasn't people- sure it
2: was possible for you, for you to build one in your own home. Like you, that's why <laughs> I was still- like, oh, shit, you can. And th- I, mean, <laughs> I know there's a lot of work you put into it. I saw your entire process. And it's not simple. But if you break it down eventually so you can like simplify it, like so many people have nowadays been able to simplify processes because you took it from the ground up. So you can break it down in ways that many people cannot break it down.
0: Absolutely. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, when, you know, you get these, these, this Mark three done and whatever you get into the future, you know, you're, you, if there's anything, you're going to be the person that knows how to build it up, take it down and, and, and so forth and, and educate other people on this subject and stuff like that. And, you know, and that's, that's another reason why I brought you on here. You know, I, for for all the folks that you bring along that listen and stuff i implore them to go and check out the rest of the show that's just something we're here about is we're trying to make a better tomorrow and show everyone that regardless of what walk of life you're from that we're we're all kind of after the same thing at the end of the day and we need to set aside these stupid differences we have and focus on things like what this young man here has got going on you know this is this is something that could not only benefit the planet, but benefit everybody, you know, especially people that are into things like myself, trying to work on having my own small off the grid community and such like that. You know, that's, that's my end goal. You know, I'm, I want to go away from the world and go hide in the woods. I'm, I'm not going to host a show my entire life. Like I'm going to educate while I can. (laughs) And one day you're not going to find me. And hopefully I'll have one of these devices out there so that, you know, I can, I can be that much more self-sufficient on my own because something like this is just for that. Go yeah, ahead, Ben, I yeah, see
3: you I see. I see your, like, the largest application right now is ocean cleanup.
1: Yep. Yep.
3: Because the amount of plastic floating in the ocean right now is atrocious, <laughs> to say the Absolutely. least, man
2: well that's the thing it I, I mean i don't know julian if you did hear about that project and how they were going to potentially integrate that but i would suggest you looking into that project the ocean uh, the ocean i think it's literally the ocean cleanup project if not i'll send you the links but... yeah i heard about the sunglasses part but i had no yeah, idea but about his my... original plan was that so yeah. look up Back in the day. So the thing is, you know, things change, the right. government's effect. Um, I, and they were explaining, it's just how do we make it sexy? <laughs> That's kind of how they were breaking it down. <laughs> and how do they make some money out of it? Because right. I guess the profitability potential of converting it to fuels is one, but converting the plastic that they can get into a physical product that they can upsell up the yin yang kind of makes sense. Yeah. so With what you're doing, you are actually doing something, especially with the carbon sequestration, um, that element, which would not be as feasible in the middle of the ocean. So I think that that's part of the mix together of why those solutions, but definitely Central America and South America has such a giant trash problem that I think once... um, You can go past this point and go to another level of communication and start getting people in Spanish. A lot of the Spanish community are going to love you and are going to want to connect with you. And a lot of amazing people in the Americas are going to really want to emulate what you're working on and get things going, because I think that's really another way you can be extremely impactful in millions of people's lives. I completely agree. I need to learn Spanish. (laughs) te puedo ayudar como pueda de la mejor manera que pueda you know hey I'll I'll, I'll, I'll tell you I'll 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 tell you there's there's there's
0: enough there's enough out there you know enough ways to learn this stuff and enough ways to break these you know these these language language barriers and such like that and I I do recommend you uh, attaching with Luis if you'd like you know I'll, I'll share you guys' information with each other and stuff on that way you guys can connect because because that's what this is about is connecting and finding ways to grow things like this grow things like the show grow things like what you're doing out there you know and i i i again i greatly appreciate you choosing to join us this evening and i do hope that you you come back and keep us informed you know anytime you make any breakthroughs or you're ready to go on the mark four or you're ready to show off the mark three or anything like that man you you've got my email you contact me and you have got you a front row seat to come out here and a platform to get your message and work out there to other people. Cause you know, I understand what it's like to be censored and that's kind of what led us to make our own website and show and stuff like that is I'm probably one of the most, one of the, you know, there's a few of us out there, but one of the most unknown, most censored people there is in existence. And you know, it's, it's, there's a reason for doing stuff like this and it's to make tomorrow better. For my kids for your future kids for any anybody out here that has kids or is yet to have kids, you know, they're, they're the ones who are gonna have to live on this planet and deal with everything when I'm long and gone, and, and the guys like you make me make me remember that humanity is a beautiful thing and can do beautiful things and so I applaud you, sir, for your hard work and your innovation and what you have going on and I look forward to watching you develop it even more and the bright future you have in front of you. And, you know, if there's everybody out there listening and watching, I've got a link tree for him his Instagram, his TikTok. you get out there and follow everything he's got going on, asking questions if you need to and stuff, man, you know, let's, let's change this planet. This is kind of the way to do it. So Julian, is there anything you'd like to touch on one more time before I get ready to close this out for the evening? I think we touched on everything. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, of course, you guys, like I said, I'll be able to make sure that you can find Julian and everything that he's got related to him. because That's how we roll. And, I'll, of course, as usual, I'll have Luis tagged back so that you guys can find him too because he's got a lot of good stuff going on. He'll be on tomorrow night with his uh, with his counterpart from his from his show, Escape from Neo York. So should be fun for everybody out there. But until then, of course, you guys, make be sure you check out our sponsors. You can visit KirkElliott. KirkElliottPhD.com forward slash Bob forward slash for your gold silver and consulting needs and you can check out peachy key creations for all your homemade soaps herbal teas candles and energy healing if you use code oval shorts three you'll get 10 percent off at your final order and that's peachy key creations we'll have it linked there for you um you can also check ammo can <clears throat> ammo can survival for all your camping first aid and custom plate carrier needs that's ammo can survival you can find him on instagram and if you use Captain Conspiracy420, you'll get 10% off of your order of everything he's got going on out there. And so, of course, you guys, I appreciate everybody that's been on here this evening, and I appreciate everyone that's out there listening and watching and stuff like that. And ah, crap. And we look forward to checking on Julian again, of course, here in in the future and everything going on with all that. And so I thank everyone for tuning in to another episode of this. And remember that Under a black flag we sail and the sea shall be our empire. Y'all have a fantastic evening. Thank you.